Have you ever felt that you're experiencing setbacks? It almost feels like you're failing on autopilot. And that is because you are. And the good news is that you can actually reprogram this autopilot to succeed on autopilot. I'll tell you exactly how that works. Watch all the way to the end. Here we go. This is a phrase that I dread hearing. The voice of my wife, Deb, from the next room saying this, sit down. This is her telling me for the 115th time to put the toilet seat down, something that I seem to be unable to do and to remember, and it blows my mind. How is it that I, an educated man who speaks four different languages, cannot memorize and learn how to put the seat down? And the reason is that I'm running on autopilot. My brain and your brain, beautifully and wonderfully made, precise, fast, efficient, and also automatic. There are certain things that you do that it serves up a piece of software and it causes an emotion and an action and you do it precisely this particular way without even thinking about it. Now, that can be a great thing because you're doing it right over and over and over again, or it can be a bad thing when you fail to put the seat down. Imagine you're on a plane and the plane's autopilot is programmed to take you to Tokyo, Japan, a place you've always wanted to visit. But instead of taking you to Tokyo, Japan, it's taking you to Pyongyang, North Korea. This is some place you don't want to visit for a variety of reasons. But that's what happens with us over and over again with all kinds of areas of life, right? Our money, our career, our relationships, our health, our fitness, our nutrition. We run 95% on autopilot and our autopilot takes us to the wrong places. So we're reliving the past, we're projecting it into the future, and we keep hoping to see a different future. Question, if your autopilot seems to be taking you to undesirable places, and it's replicating your past and actually creating a future that's not favorable to you, and it feels like you're failing on autopilot, doesn't it also follow that you can reprogram your autopilot, your software, to take you to the right destination and actually succeed on autopilot? And the answer is yes, you can. And to sort of understand how that works, I want to bring up two scriptures from the Bible, really used very often, but they're sort of ignored very often as well. Now, the reason I bring up scriptures from the Bible all the time is because there's a lot of techniques and strategies and things like that, but there are things that are ancient, things that never change. And in a world that changes all the time, it's really good to know what are the things that never change that we can anchor ourselves into. So I'm going to bring up two scriptures. Here's the first one, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. What do we need to learn from this? Here are the three things. There's a pattern of this world, a way of looking at this world, a lens, a cultural context, a piece of software, the autopilot. And we're being conformed to it all the time. Nature, nurture, doesn't matter. We have this autopilot takes you to the same place, undesirable place, over and over and over again. But there's an if and a then in that scripture. If you choose to renew your mind, doesn't say personality, faith, renew your mind. It doesn't say incrementally. It says transform by the renewing of your mind, which means 
a dramatic radical change, a tectonic shift on who you are. And if you don't do that, this is the third part, you will not be able to recognize his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You won't be able to recognize the destination that it's a much better destination. Why does it say renewal of your mind specifically and be transformed by the renewal of your mind? We tend to listen to just part of our brain more than we listen to our whole brain. It's called the limbic system. It's the loud minority that is responsible for our survival. So it sort of screams into our brain danger, danger, danger. It sets us into the survival mode and our relation or our financial, our spiritual, our physical failures from the past come flooding into our present and infusing our system with these hormones of stress that are associated with an absent or unavailable father, with a negligent mother, with an overbearing boss, with a cheating spouse, with no one in my family has ever dot, 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 or I'm unremarkable, I'm ugly, I'm not enough, I can't find a job, I will never amount to anything. Those are the thoughts that sort of come rushing, and these are the autopilot thoughts that then transform into our body telling us, um, communicating with us through feelings, and then we shrink, and we're in survival mode. And when we're in survival mode, we cannot imagine create a new future but there's a better way before i tell you how to do it specifically from a second scripture let me give you an example that will make it more real for you every one of us has a circle of friends every circle of friends is a combination of strengths and weaknesses and every circle of friends has this one person who can't get their act together along a particular area of life let's say it's relationships so the circle of friends looking at that is looking at that person and he or she is just repeating the same pattern over and over and over again falling for the wrong guy or not going about courtship the right way and the group basically try to tries to help them and say hey you have to Oh, come on, you're not thinking about this right. And, and if you don't change your thinking, it's not going to change your future. And what we're doing is we're trying to help that person reprogram their autopilot. And when they listen, things change. And if they don't listen, you know, and the whole circle of friends know, the future is going to keep repeating itself. Does that make sense? Does that make it real? You know what? All of us have these deficient autopilots, this software that we need to tweak. This is how you do it. This is an amazing scripture, again, that is quoted all the time, but ignored all the time. Matthew 6, 25 to 27, here's what it says. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they. Can any of you, by worrying at a single hour to your life? So let's break this down. There are four parts in the scripture that point to how to renew, reprogram your autopilot and start succeeding on autopilot, right? Uh, this is amazing stuff. So pay attention, it's gonna change your life. Here's the first one. Jesus says, don't worry. And actually, in the extended scripture, he says, don't worry, four different times. And he actually says specifically, this is useless. Why is that important? Well, over 50% of the population in the United States will live in perpetual stress, which basically means we're in survival mode, which basically means we're living in the past, biochemically trapped in the past, and unable to create a new future. So we need to develop the skills to not be stressed, to calm down, 
de-stress our minds, our hearts, our emotions, our bodies. The second thing is this. When Jesus says, look at the birds in the air, he's not trying to get you to take up bird watching or botany. What he's saying is, look at the patterns of how things work. Learn wisdom. Learn the very nature of things. Become an apprentice of life. That's the second thing. The third thing is build your confidence. Our self-worth is tied with our identity. And what Jesus is saying very specifically, I'm not stretching, I'm not interpreting, he says, are you not much more valuable than they are? So in a broad sense as a human being, your identity and your confidence needs to go up. More specifically, individually, there's other scriptures that point that you are actually put here on earth with a purpose that was prepared for you in advance. You have an individual vocation calling you fit perfectly in the mosaic of life. You are here to serve the rest of us. So we need to build our confidence. And, how, and when we build our confidence, we show up differently in the workplace, in the family, everywhere. Build your confidence. The fourth is sort of implicit, not explicit in, in the scripture. When Jesus taught, he rarely taught one-on-one. He taught groups of people, smaller, larger groups of people. So when he says you, he means y'all. And why is that valuable? It's because we learn better together. We renew better together. So look for people that are good at the thing that you want to get good at, and then walk with them and apprentice with them and entwine your life into their lives. Renew together. So the four things that can change your autopilot, de-stress your life, raise your awareness, become a student of wisdom, build your confidence and renew together. Walk with the wise and you will be wise. A lot of what I'm talking about here is what we do at Exponential Life in our coaching program. So if you want to learn more, I'll put a link down here. You fail on autopilot all the time. I forget to put the toilet seat down. If you fail on autopilot, you can also succeed on autopilot. And that will take you to heights that you haven't even dreamt of if you pay attention to the things that we discussed today. I hope this has served you well. Please don't forget to subscribe. Send this to someone who needs to hear it. Thank you.